What is up? Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Hold On Let Me Tell It podcast. Coming to you live from the Dongsville Podcast Studio and Toy Museum right here in Janesville, Wisconsin. I am Matt Marbury with me at the table, Sarah Barfield. Hey, everybody. Hey. How's it going? Very good. And you? Grand. Uh, Grand. Me too. Good. Um, I did find out today that laughter is the best medicine. Yeah. Unless you have diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is good. Also at the table, Adam Tollefson. Hello. Uh, This week's podcast is brought to us by Down the Street Bar and Grill, 967 South Jackson Street. Get down there. The new specials. They are two-for-one burgers every Monday, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Wow. Half-price appetizers every Thursday, 4 to 10 p.m. And happy hour, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Wow. That's happy hour every day? Yeah, $2. Um, Looks like it. $2 domestics and $1 crappy beer. Wow. That's a great deal. God, those are great goddamn deals. Yeah. I thought they were going to be like raising. When, when they're like, we're going to redo our uh, specials. I'm yeah. like, man, inflation gets everybody eventually. <laughs> oh, I saw a thing when we were talking about Costco the other week or about their hot dog or whatever, that the CEO came out and said, we will never yeah. raise our hot dog, price. hot dog price. Wow. <laughs> like we stand by it. Yeah. And then the featured uh, drink of the week is... Uh, Three olives, coffee flavored vodka, vodka. with a little uh, Java. coffee monster. Java little, monster. Little Java it's monster. delicious. It's- I'm gonna have this for breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> I hope so, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is really good. It's a productive. Drink. I'm gonna be w- fucking wired tonight, probably, but that's okay. <laughs> no problem moving your furniture then. This is true. Uh, Sarah, what are you drinking? It's a black label Mountain Dew. It's um. Zero sugar. Zero. Zero. Esugar. I only ask because Mountain Dew has like a billion flavors. How yes. many? We can we can Google this and figure it out. But Didn't how many you, flavors do you think? Go ahead. Didn't you buy a can of? I did. It's still in the fridge. It was like flaming hot Cheetos. Flaming hot Mountain Dew. <laughs> We're gonna taste test it at this table. We, I I bought it like four weeks ago. And we were going to taste test it, and then I forgot about it, and it sits in there. But So when you say flavors, are you saying diet, zero no. sugar, or just like pure flavoring? I'm talking Baja, Baja Blast, Blast. Um, Code okay. Red, um, f- um, I think they had Voltage, li- yeah, LimeWire. Um, so yeah, I'm not talking about, you know, you got your standard Mountain Dew flavor that comes in zero sugar, diet, or caffeine-free, I right, assume. Right, right, right. Sure. Which, who the fuck is drinking Mountain Dew without the caffeine? Nobody. What's the point? Well, somebody maybe, but not me. I wonder if that still exists. <laughs> I think it does. Does it? I remember the Pepsi. It was like That's a, like when Adam like Cole says, can. I wear a condom, yeah. but only when I'm eating pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to find this I out. I bet you there's a lot. Even more than, and I think... I, even more than we think like worldwide because i'm sure they get i don't want to get into other that. countries okay just in the good old usfa i i'm gonna guess 13 i'll Different. go i'll go 40 wow the answer now this is very a very quick search says 30 okay damn adam well, good when, one. when there's flaming cheetos involved like <laughs> flaming hot yeah they must have did all the, you know, grape. 
all the normal mango yeah and then you start Pineapple. getting weird with Doritos. Sriracha. I got, uh, Sriracha. Oh, there's like a Halloween one. Voodoo. That writes itself. Baja Blast. Pitch Black. Um, Frostbite. Fruit Quake. Wow. Gatorade's got some competition. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could find like just a real simple list, but it's all. Not a bullet point list. Yeah, it's like, it's fucking crazy. But that's so who would have ever thought that there would be 30 flavors of Mountain Dew? Not me. Not me. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised, Mm-mm. though, that they put the money into that. Unless maybe it's just like a limited release type of a thing, you know, like a limited edition. Some of them, some of them are definitely limited, I'm sure. Um, some of them probably only come out in like the summer or something. Or maybe you can only get some, too, at like... You know those drink kiosks now where you can pick, like, I want Coke, oh, yeah. but I want, you have, like, s- yeah, yeah, yeah. 16 yes. different flavors to add yes. to it, right? Well, it looks like these voodoo ones are limited time only. Like a seasonal, like Oreo does seasonal. Right. Ma- major melon. Pumpkin spice. Oh, is there a pumpkin spice Mountain Dew? Oh, not yet, but I oh, bet you there will God, be. There I'm surprised there's not. Maybe. Maybe that's what, okay, so it says this voodoo. There's two different flavors of voodoo. And they both say mystery flavor, and one of them is an orange label. I mm, bet you that is... Pumpkin spicy. Well, let me Google that now. Um, what flavor is Mountain Dew Voodoo? Huh. Spoiler alert, if you don't want to know, someone's <laughs> sitting at home with a 24 case of this shit. <laughs> Just wait for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor is Mountain Dew Voodoo 22? So apparently they've done this before. Um, Change this by the year? I guess. Um, it says, go buy it and find out. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers, jabroni. They're saying chewy fruit candy. Well, that's fucking, that doesn't give me anything. A sweet and sour mix of lemon, lime, grape, and strawberry. So Skittles, basically. Yeah. Taste yeah. the rainbow. Suicide. <laughs> All the sodas uh. mixed together. <laughs> All the slushy flavors. <laughs> It strikes me as odd. We were like nine years old going into the walking to the convenience store by ourselves and getting ourselves a suicide slush puppy. And like that's what we're calling it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Different times, Get man. Suicide. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> What's well, new with you guys since last week? Anything? Sarah, did you ever talk about your cran fest or did I just black out during that? Yeah. You I did? I did. I don't remember. I don't either. I was like, I couldn't remember if we talked about it or not. You know, what we didn't do is wish Sarah happy birthday. I did. Oh. Yeah. You know what I didn't do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Saturday. How was the supper club? Dude, out of. Where'd you go? Time. Ishnala in the Dells. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's so if you read. Any- I like their song Tub Thumping. <laughs> Chumble, Chumble some Wumba. word, some weird word like that. But if you like, so it was on my bucket list of supper clubs. Oh yeah. And if you read anything about, about it online, all of the reviews are like, be prepared to wait. Yeah. Four hour wait. Yeah. Whoa. Ashley, uh, my sister in law, I think went one time. They said got there at like four thirty, had got served their food at nine. Yeah. What the fuck do you do? Tailgate in the parking lot? So it's lot? a huge it's a property. Thing. 
It's like a huge property and with like trails and it's on a lake. So there's like a path around the lake and they have three different bars. They have a beach. They have entertainment. So it's an experience, not just a dining experience. So we went on Saturday and they opened at 2.30. Yep. And we got there probably like 3.20-ish. Okay. And we parked in the overflow lot, which is right across the street, because we saw cars already parked there. Damn. And they have a shuttle that, and I mean, it's like right across the street. Wow. But they have a shuttle that picks you up in the overflow lot and drops you off, because once you turn into the driveway, I mean, it like snakes. I bet you it's almost a mile and a half to two mile long driveway till you get to. No shit. And it's like winding through like a forest and stuff like that. And like the bus driver does a great job of like giving you a little you know history and shit like that um this sounds so fun it was and people on the bus are like oh you know have you been here before this is we've come a couple of times we have never been there before but these people that we talked to said we come a couple of times a year um some people like one couple said this is the first time we're actually like going there this way we usually like kayak up to the beach yeah and go in um so you get there and you walk down the path to get checked in they are like, hey, guess what? It's only a very short four-hour wait for this fantasticness. <laughs> I mean, they're so super positive about everything. They give you a pager, and they're like, they give you, like, the rundown. Here's where the three bars are. Um, you can order drinks at any of the bars. You can order appetizers, and they do a great job. They give you, like, a paddle, a color-coded paddle with the name of your appetizer on it. Okay, and I thought it was for a kayak. And then they just have like, um, <laughs> wait, no, yeah, wait staff uh, running appetizers all around the place. I mean, this place is huge. I have a question though. This is if they open at two thirty and you're there at three thirty. How the fuck is there a four hour wait? There, everybody knows line. that. There's a so line. They, everybody tries to get in at two thirty. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. a line before it even opens. And what we didn't know. Um, but like talking to people while during our wait is um, it closes for the season, not next weekend, but the weekend after. Oh, shit. So like last weekend and then the Getting next two. In. Yeah. So they're like, actually, we've been in here in the middle of July, like in the peak season, you would think for the Dells. And right. it's not as busy as it was last no. weekend. Gotcha. Um, well, that area is so cool, especially this time of year. Oh, yeah, um, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Because who wants to be outside waiting four hours in July? Like, right. No thanks. True. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and uh, the reviews, too, like said, it's definitely worth the wait. And the wait goes fast, and it did. Like, they had a Yeah, there's stuff to do. And, a and, band and yeah. stuff on the beach, so you could listen to them. and Drinking old fashions at one of the three bars. Oh, my God, they have. And, and they don't chimp. Like on the old, you get the real glass. Like it's not, even though you're walking around on the property and you just nice. see all of these like glasses set on tables. They have like tons of like um, barrel tables with a couple of stools everywhere. So you um, post up wherever and be like, yeah. well, let's go check out down here. Did yeah. you just go the two of you? Taylor went. Nice. Yeah. So it was just us three. Um, yeah. No, it was. 10 out of 10. Let's hear about some food. We got, for appetizers, we got the cheese curds. And then um, it's called um, prime spears, I think. And it's like um, an asparagus spear, but it's wrapped in prime rib and then put on the grill. And it comes with a couple of different sauces. You know Sarah's going to have prime spears at one of her next (laughs) fucking get-togethers. You are biting that shit. I know you are. Dude, it was so good. And then 
So those were the apps. And we Are you have, bringing Prime Spears to Zox uh, on know, Sunday? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the classiest thing that's ever been in that fucking establishment. <laughs> um, yeah, we, I had a couple of old fashions, and Jim did too, and Taylor had, they have a white and a red sangria. She tried both of those. And I mean, with that weight, it is, and there's no TVs anywhere. So wow, yeah, I like that. Um, but they have like their um, like they have a behind the bar. You see all of these old fashioned glasses with the muddled fruit already, and the syrup in there. So just adding just, the that's smart, that's so cool. Yeah. I I forget there there's not they tossed around numbers. I think they did like two thousand um, old fashioned in like I think maybe the first two hours that we were there. Holy shit! At the one bar we we talked. I was looking for pictures because I, Abby and Cody and my parents went on Sunday for for Abby's really birthday. Yeah. yeah. So Thursday last Thursday, Christy and I went to do trivia, and she's like, "Oh, what are you doing for your birthday?" And I'm like, "We're going to the Ishnala Supper Club," and we're in the car, and I look at her, and she has like this dumb look on her face, <laughs> and I'm like, "It's the Supper Club in the Dells." She's like, I know what it is. We're going there too. I'm like, no way. And at first she so thought they were I've going I've never even heard Saturday. of it. Oh, really? I've no. heard of it, yeah. Maybe um, I've heard the name. I don't know. But like how I how weird that you guys would both go oh, there. Oh, I know. And, and neither of us had ever been there before. Um, So they went on Sunday. So I don't know. I haven't talked to her yet about like if it was as busy. Because we did see them Sunday morning for the Packer game. And... um. You know, we were kind of telling them, like, this is what we would do differently next nice. time, you know, that type of a thing. So, what did, what else did you eat other than Prime Spears? So, once we got seated, you get like the full gamut, right? Like, um, like tray. breadsticks and uh, crackers with a homemade cheese butter. Mm. And then you get rolls, and then they have cinnamon rolls in there, and then you get a salad. And for dinner, I ordered the baked french onion soup it was the best i saw I a picture had. of that from my sister oh my so was, was it really that good or was just the cheese on top fantastic it was the best i've ever had at any supper club but the cheese you looked been to awesome <laughs> <laughs> in oshkosh for scranton yeah yeah that was i saw that i saw i think i saw a spear hold on one more question would you have ordered the soup if there was no cheese on top what are you a psychopath I mean, this I, is what I'm asking. It's a part of the deal. No. Well, yes. <laughs> You're bullshitting me. I would now <laughs> after I've tasted it. Okay. And then okay. for dinner, I had the um, chicken Oscar, which I wanted to yes. try something new that I had never tried before. What's that? So it's a chicken breast, and it has uh, like a Bernays sauce on it, mm-hmm. and then it's topped with king crab meat, and then asparagus spears on top of that mm. yeah the oscar they'll do that on steaks and stuff yeah. too it's it, it is so good fucking I, think, I think someone got that it was bussing. yeah she sent me it was on snapchat so when i went to go look oh. it was gone yeah. yeah oh it's always the worst but <clears throat> i we were gonna go and then yeah my water heater went out oh oh i thought you were gonna talk about some other tragedy that occurred well r.i.p Elroy. The water heater came Thursday, and then oh. yeah, and then so Friday comes, and first I stop at um, TJ and Bobby's house. Sorry, Bobby and TJ's house, and then uh, I clean. It was nice to be back in the 
in grandma's old place. Oh yeah. It's just wild how like how big it was when we were kids and then you're like you know, the den is huge. You have a whole WrestleMania match in there, you know? Yeah, it's not a big <laughs> house at all. But he's doing some cool stuff out there. Yeah, I haven't been out there in a couple months. And uh, so I'm, like, getting carpets ready and stuff, or the, the truck ready or whatever. And he goes, yeah, TJ said you're going to do uh, up in the garage, too, in that loft. It's <laughs> like, that's beautiful. <laughs> It's like, nope, there's no carpet up there. <laughs> and he's like, well, you're smiling, so it must have been a good experience. It's, it's a learning experience. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> um, so that was cool to see TJ and, and talk with Bobby and um, check out the downstairs and everything, man. It's wild. Yeah. It's a trip. Um, and yeah, and then so I get home. So I was going home to extract water out of my basement from the night before. Mm. And... I noticed Elroy was walking a little funny and I'm like, God, he might just be tired. I don't know. And then he's been having a hard time jumping up on stuff. Yeah. He's here in the middle of the night. Thump. I'm like, Oh shit. He tried to jump on the bed. Couldn't. Yeah. yeah. And so like the door has got to be propped and I'm like winding up and I come out, I look outside and he went outside and just laid in the sun and was just like, it just didn't look, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Ashley, get up here. She runs and grabs him. When she picked him up, like, his leg was, like, fucked up, like, mm. dislocated. Or um, our stepsister said, um, or sister-in-law, Rachel, was a cat person, a uh, vet, mm-hmm. or works at a place, and she said sometimes, like, blood clots will occur, so just make the leg go completely limp. Mm. But it looked weird, so I don't know if something was dislocated, and then it was like, you can't set me down and so skinny mm. and so it's so like we had to make a call yeah and then it kind of pissed us off because we called our vet and it was four o'clock i mean i do get this but they're like we'll call you back if we can help you and they went nah you're gonna have to go to the emergency one after five it's too late on friday and i was like, well, pay a lot of money to you you think you yeah i don't know i agree with you adam but we went to that place and they were really really nice and good at what they do and that was that and that was my friday night and then that sucks had to, mm-hmm. yeah he was there. like 15 though right he was he very was... very very old mm-hmm. and had great and what a great mm-hmm. yeah straight up purred to the end like was just yeah. happy to be in mom's you know lap and yeah that's that at least well, we knew it was coming it was panthers to win the super bowl this yeah. year. that's right <laughs> huge fan sorry all right baker mayfield just ain't it all right yeah r.i.p <laughs> Yeah, so it was a somber start to the weekend, but yeah. we ended up, um, we got the water heater thing taken care of on Saturday morning, or, you know, by mid, and then we went to, um, we did, we went to uh, Decatur Dairy. Yes. Did you get a grilled cheese? I did not, because there's a huge line. Yeah, but it goes fast. They've cranked those things out. Uh-uh. We were in, it was out the door, and like, you know, the, out by the... Like by the um. Well, it takes three people in line to be out the door. That thing is tiny inside there. <laughs> no, it was it was pretty far. Really? In fact, that there's guys sitting on the benches outside. And they're like, if someone yells out Steve, can you just like yell at us? We have to like it was nuts. Wow. And, I'm, and I'm like, I, I don't know. And she, what do you want to do? And she's like, uh, you just got some curds. Let's just get some. And and I got some Swiss and some brick. Jalapeno. I get some brick. Got some brick. Jalapeno monster. Mm. It was awesome. Good. And then we went to I hit that place up fairly regularly. The went to the Apple Orchard after that. Which one? 
Uh, the one just outside of Broadhead on your way to Monroe. Hmm, I don't know. Farmer dude just walking around cutting off apples. You gotta try this. Oh really? This is a, oh yeah. Try well. Try whatever you want first before you buy. But they they got it down. They have like the horse carriage. You can hop on and do the oh, nice. trail and shit. That's fun cider mm-hmm. and all that. It was good shit. And then I we went, do love fall shit like that, dude. Then we went to Headgates Park in Broadhead or Decatur or whatever, and did a whole thing with Ripley. It was nice. It's nice getaway. It was fun. I didn't do shit. Like I worked all a Saturday and then got up early Sunday, watched the pack. I even went back to work on Saturday to do the book so I didn't have to go in Sunday. Yeah. So that I could watch the Packer game and that turned out to be a fucking bummer. After the first half. Yeah, the first half was great. Fine. Yeah. Like, all right, we're gonna whoop like, these guys. Dinkin like, and Duncan and scoring weird. and then all of a sudden the second half he's like, We need to throw the ball forty yards every play. Like that's such a low percentage thing. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I don't fucking get it. And then fantasy, oh it was real. Real hit or miss with me in fantasy this week. Um, in our league, I scored a hun- almost 190 points. That's, Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> I scored like 189.88 or something Jesus like that. Christ. Then in my Monday Night Beers League, I scored 170 points and lost. Wow. To a team that ended up putting up 185. And what irritated me the most, it wasn't that... In my flex, I played uh, Christian Kirk. He put up one point. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't one of these, well, if I would have just played this guy. No. Four players on my bench scored over 16 points. Like it was, I picked the one guy I couldn't play, basically, in, in that spot. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so I, I lose. I put up 170, lose to, at, at 186. And then, and then third play, the next highest score was like 120. Oh sure. wow! Like, it was a hard, it was fifty points more than Different anybody stuff. else, and I still took the fucking L. Mm. Oh, I was furious, dude. I was. <laughs> I text Adam because I showed him my score or whatever. And I'm like, because I'm playing against Pat Mahomes on Monday night, and I'm like, mm-hmm. and I didn't even look at the guy's projection of your opponent. And yeah. you're like, no, no, no. I might lose with this. And I was like, wait, what? And I look back, I'm like, oh my God, the guy's projected for 177. Yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, he ended up putting up like 185 on me. Damn, dude. Oh, dude That's I was, ridiculous. I could not fucking believe it. And then the Craig League, which I'm basically just punting on. I don't really care that much. I I got smoked in that freaking league. But, oh. I made, a, I made a trade, though, in our league, which I was, I was kicking around trades with Wilbur for uh, DeAndre Swift, who's hurt. Yeah, but I think when he comes back, he's going to be, be pretty good. Um, and I and I started this last week. I'm like, I think he's going to miss two weeks, and then they have a bye. And then um, I sent a. Jake said something about. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll read you the text because it's funny. <laughs> he goes, uh, basically, he ends up he wants to keep uh, Swift, so no worries or whatever. And then I'm like, well, take a look at this trade. Um, I'm trying to figure something out over. He's like, you're going to have to make me an offer. I'm looked. I can't figure out a trade that works for well for both of us or whatever. And then he hits me up with, I absolutely hate Alvin Kamara. It's personal. <laughs> so figure it out to get him out of my life. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> so I sent him what I thought was a pretty good trade. And then he rejected it and sent me. A, and then he countered with a trade that I thought was worse for him. Oh, but I'm okay. like I'm not gonna not take. I'm not gonna not take. Right. I tell Adam all the time, you have to like overpay to make a trade. Um, because I think originally it was one of those weird th- situations where like I have one of the Washington running backs and so does he, and then I have one of the Miami running backs and so does he. So I was basically like, let's. 
I don't care if you want the Washington guys or the Miami guys, but let's swap those so that we each. So mm-hmm. like I have the Miami guys or the Washington guys, and then you have the other one. And then um, what's his name? Marquise Brown from the yep. Cardinals, who's yep. like top five wide receiver right now. I didn't realize he was doing that well, but he is. Um, he ends up sending me the counter like for Camara, who's to be fair, has only put up 12 fantasy points before this week, but he's still Alvin Kamara. Um, he's like Brown and Gibson. So he locks up that Washington backfield for Kamara. I'm like, that's a smash except on my part. And Kamara did well for me. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, I was, I love the art of the trade. I couldn't believe when he said, when he said <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the personal part is. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a scoop it's there. It's personal, so figure it out to get him out of my life. That was the exact word. Stepped on his foot, cutting off a plane when they're in New Orleans. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking funny, though, dude. Uh, but, yeah, then that Packer game. I That must be what it's like kind of if you lived on the West Coast. Get up and watch football at, like, 9, 10 o'clock every morning. It was kind of nice that it was done it. at, like, 11 or whatever it was. Or Yeah. I thought I was going to go back to sleep. I'm like, I'll probably fall asleep at halftime. Then after they came out and we were shit in the bed, I was like, no, I'm up. Yeah. You know, like, it, that was kind of cool. Like, I loved I loved so the tired. fact that that game was over with and it was, like, 1130. And yeah. I was like, whew. Yeah. Well, we and day. everybody was having a to-do. Yeah. So what did you do? You mentioned you... We went to Liz's for uh, breakfast, and then we we um, went to uh, Nick's house for <laughs> the second half. I mean, it was just we got invited to so many places; it was crazy. Yeah, like all the bars were open yeah, up and stuff, sub- doing breakfast. Up, yeah, and biscuits stuff. and gravy and breakfast yeah. burritos and shit. I, love yeah. <laughs> I didn't take part in any of that, but well, and Liz is like, "Hey, call me that morning. Do you have any Bloody Mary mix?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got some." I'm like, "Or we can stop and pick some up." She's like, "Well, good luck finding any." Oh, like, I bet. Fuck? There's a run on Bloody Mary mix, apparently, for these. What a, what a great Weird. state. <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, I mean. This weekend will be fun, too. Or the next game, you know. That'll be fun with uh, on Sunday. What's Sunday? Uh, our fantasy uh, get together. And watch oh yes. yeah! I was like, "Who's the Packers play?" I'm like, I'm "They play the about Jets." <laughs> yeah, they, I said, I'm like, shit. "What are you getting at here?" Yes, we're going down to Zox. <laughs> the fantasy people reunion, right? That's yes. What about. Yeah, that will be fun. Yes. Um, I think he said the that the bars close until two, so mm-hmm. we'll just like have run of the place. So yep. I think me and the kids and Kendra will come down and at least till halftime or something. And then I foresee her probably splitting which is fine but we may do the same too it was like well just until because he's yeah he's gonna open yeah like, it, two and i'm then, just gonna like, play it by time. ear yeah you know yeah be stones fun, have you guys been to zox since andy's bought it no. i don't think i have oh, or man. i think i popped in there once and he wasn't there and i just kind of popped out you'll have to uh, bring a dollar bill yeah yeah you know the, the dollar first bill on, on the walls? walls yeah yeah no they don't have a stripper pole or anything damn it Thought they were Not renovating. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't speaking of, I haven't been to a strip club in so long. Really? Yeah, like and I'm not a strip trip? club guy, but you know, you go on that run where like your buddies are getting married and stuff. And yeah. it was just there like, was a hot summer one time. Was, I had like four guys, <laughs> yes. four buddies getting married. Yeah. I guess I'm here again. Yeah. Where's <laughs> Velvet? Calling Velvet by her shoot name. <laughs> yeah. Stacy, I mean Velvet. Are you guys friends with the Blue Aster on Facebook? 
No, are no. you? No, I just saw it. I just saw it. <laughs> you can be a sign all the time, but you can be friends with them <laughs> on Facebook. I think we should, probably should. There might be some good stories from that. Oh, absolutely. There's mm-hmm. good stories in there if they want to tell them. Got hey, shot up when it first say- opened, didn't it? Mm. Did oh, it? yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a couple did. of years ago. We're over that now. I'll happen. tell you what. The kids love nothing more than driving by the Blue Aster on, at night. Because <laughs> it's all the light show yeah. that goes yeah. on. Like, we'll be going from Lisa's to home. and like, like, fireworks. Like, what is it? Can we go there? Like, no, we cannot go Hopefully there. Hopefully never. Yeah. yeah. Stop in for a little kitty cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> Mav, Mav, you, four, Mav you can go there when you're 20. Jana, I hope you never set foot in this <laughs> place. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, I got baby. a couple of birthdays. Yeah, let's do that, and then we'll do some creep show. Um, So today, October 15th, Emerald Lagasse is celebrating bam! Sorry. a bam day. Mm. I only, that, what Matt just said is all I know about him. That, he had that a is, show. That is professional. Show. Yeah. yeah, and now he has appliances and dishes and spices. And oh, soup. he went the uh, soup and 60, George Foreman route. Sixty-five. Ooh, that's a good ass guess. Sixty-eight. Sixty-four. Wow. Ooh. When I'm sixty-four. And my other one, there was only a couple. Is genuine. <laughs> Jump on it, ride it, Matt. Yeah. Oh, genuine. Oh, sorry. Got it. Gin, you want? <laughs> I guess we went by spelling. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're we're saying his name phonetically. Um, genuine. Fuck. Um, forty-four. Fifty. Fifty-two. Wow, that pony's getting old. <laughs> Time to put her down. <laughs> Time to for the glue factory for you, buddy. <laughs> I just had a funny beat, right? Like, bow. Yeah, there was yeah. always some weird stuff bow, in there. Bow, yeah. bow. <laughs> yes. Also, that's one of those things where um, even it, if you like pop- had the tape or the CD, like nobody listened to any other song, right? It was just that one. Oh, yeah. Like, I na- could not like, name another genuine song. Fuck no, dude. <laughs> I have, I'd have to assume every track is just that song. <laughs> Pony. Pony Remix. <laughs> Pony Reprise. The greatest. Pony Acapella. Yeah. Featuring. Pony Instrumental. <laughs> oh, I just thought the, ac- or the instrumental, dude. Boom. It's <laughs> <laughs> rolling up on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, feel that i did i think the temperature just dropped 15 degrees down here <laughs> <laughs> look at adam's nipples <laughs> put your shirt on adam cut through glass of these things <laughs> oh baby part two of the 2022 creep show got good feedback on the first round did you yeah. would you, uh, you want to share any of that um just you know liz reached out and said all three of them were great um both jim and taylor listened so nice and Oh, I didn't. I talked to Nancy today, but she didn't say anything. So, oh I don't know. come on, Nancy, are you not up to speed on the pod? Kendra's friend uh, Chelsea is listening to like all the old shit. Like she just got up on it. Oh, so I think she was just listening to Creep Show, the first ones we did. Oh, not the very first one, but like part two of 
creep show one or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Yeah. Shout out to Chelsea. You'll probably hear this in a few months. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, Chris Hagen, too. I seen him at yes. the liquor store. And it was funny. Matt, Matt. I see him all the time. I know. Hold on. And I'm in the. <laughs> Is he like, I haven't seen Matt in a while? Nah, he's like, oh, it's. I, I was, yeah, I, I see him more or something like that. And I go, yeah, he's in here every day. And there's like a line. I was like, <laughs> I mean, women's the store, not the liquor part. <laughs> Should probably, you know, yeah. clarify. I haven't been in the liquor part lately. Hmm. Well, today I have. Um, I thought I might do some debunking of urban legends. I like that. So I kind of went down a little bit of a wormhole there. You're so gonna I, harsh our Mel. Yeah. Damn it. I picked this one. <laughs> have you guys heard of the um, Lavender Town Syndrome? No. Mm-mm. So it's an urban legend, I think, mostly on um, creepy pasta. I do love creepy pasta. So is that where Slender Man came yep. from, or whatever? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Lavender Town Syndrome was a peak in suicides and illness of children between the ages of seven to twelve, shortly after the release release of Pokemon Red and Green in Japan on February twenty seventh, nineteen ninety six. Rumors say that these suicides and illnesses. <clears throat> only occurred after the children playing the game reached Lavender Town, whose theme music had extremely high frequencies that studies showed only children and young teens could hear since their ears are more sensitive. Wow. Due to the Lavender t- Tone, at least 200 children supposedly committed suicide, and many more developed illnesses and afflictions. The children who committed suicide usually did so by hanging or jumping from heights. Those who did not acted irrationally and complained of severe headaches after listening to Lavender Town's theme. Although Lavender Town now sounds differently depending on the game, this mass hysteria was caused by the first Pokemon game released. After the Lavender Tone incident, the programmers had fixed Lavender Town's theme music to be at a lower frequency, and since, children were no longer affected by it. While the Lavender Town incident is made up, and there were no suicides... Thank Christ. Yeah. I just checked my Amazon cart. I had Pokemon Red in there for Maverick. (laughs) 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 The urban legend is actually based on a real event um, called the Electric Soldier Porygon incident. Oh, boy. So, um, forgive my pronunciation. I'm not that familiar with Pokemon. So, um, Deno Senshi Porygon. (laughs) Murdered that. (laughs) (laughs) Although more commonly known as the Electric Soldier Porygon is the 38th episode of Pokemon, the series. It had its sole broadcast in Japan on Tuesday, December 16th, 1997 at 6.30 p.m. Japan Standard Time. Holy shit, they never played it again because of this? It was broadcast over 37 TV stations that Tuesday night, and it held the highest ratings for its time slot, watched by approximately 4.6 million households. It's not that big of a number in Japan. Hmm. Well, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> Seems like kidding. a lot. I'm just kidding. In the episode, Ash Ketchum and his friends find at the local Pokemon Center that there is something wrong with the Pokeball transmitting device. To find out what is wrong, they must go inside the machine. 20 20 minutes into the episode, Pikachu stops vaccine missiles with his thunderbolt attack, resulting in an explosion that flashes red and blue lights. Although there were similar parts in the episode with red and blue flashes, two anime techniques called (laughs) Paka Paka... (laughs) 
and flash made the scene particularly intense. These flashes were bright strobe lights with blinks at a rate of about 12 hertz for approximately six seconds. At this point, some of the viewers experienced blurred vision, headaches, dizziness, and nausea. Some suffered seizures, blindness, convulsions, and loss of consciousness. Japan's Fire Defense Agency reported that 685 viewers, um, 310 boys and 375 girls, were taken to hospital by ambulances. Although many victims recovered during the ambulance trip, more than 150 were admitted to hospitals. Two were hospitalized for more than two weeks. Some had seizures when parts of the scene were rebroadcast during news reports on the seizures. Jesus. <laughs> the incident was referred to as Pokemon shock by the Japanese press. Later studies show that 5 to 10% of the viewers had mild symptoms that did not need hospital treatment. 12,000 children who were not sent to the hospital reported mild, mild symptoms of illness. However, their symptoms more closely resembled mass hysteria than a seizure. A study following 103 patients over three years after the event found that most had no further seizures, although approximately 1 in 4,000 people are susceptible to these types of seizures, the number of people affected by the Pokemon episode was unprecedented. As a result of this incident, Nintendo ordered the episode pulled from rotation and it has not aired in any country since. TV broadcasters voluntarily added on-screen warnings to shows targeted at young children, encouraging viewers to watch anime in a well-lit room and to sit far away from the television set. After the incident, the Pokemon anime went into a four-month hiatus, removing, removing the TV Tokyo Red Circle logo from the Japanese anime. It returned on TV Tokyo on April 16, 1998, with Pikachu's Goodbye and the Battling Eevee Brothers. This episode is the most controversial and infamous banned episode of the entire anime. Due to this, the episode was never has never been rebroadcast worldwide and, and is one of the very few episodes of the show to be banned globally, along with Shaking Island Battle and Team Rocket versus Team Plasma Parts 1 and 2, which were banned out of respect for the victims of 2004 Chuetsu earthquake and the 2011 Tohoku earthquake and tsunami. Since then, the episode has been parodied and referenced in cultural media, including the Simpsons episode, 30 Minutes Over Tokyo, and the South Park episode, of course, Chippo Coco Man. Chupoco Man. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, that's what you correct her on? Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's fucked. Well, also, if it's just the six seconds of the flashing, why don't they just edit that out? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Um, what a fuck up, though, right? Yeah. As soon as you started explaining, I'm like, the seizure thing. Dude, yeah. That, that's every, real. I mean, every game now, when you boot it up on the Nintendo Switch or whatever it is, it's the first screen you see is like a warning that you know, some people may experience seizures or yada yada yada. So like, that's because now, that. now it's built into <laughs> everything because of this. Yeah, <sighs> isn't that crazy? Yeah, and so this isn't like a seizure related thing, but um, in my car on the display, I it happened a couple of times where you know, like I was driving to Cranfest or whatever, and up on the display pops up this message that says, "Consider taking a break with a a coffee cup." With steam oh, like I rising heard about out of that. it, like 
Maybe you've been driving too long. Why don't yeah. you take a little bit of a break? Really? It's like, yeah. are you still watching? Like yes, Netflix? yes, Netflix? Like, exactly <laughs> like that. Netflix, it's only been four episodes of Bluey, and those are seven minutes apiece. Of course, I'm still watching. Yeah, I that's, thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that's a, a very, very different avenue than what we usually travel down on Creep like Show, it. which yeah. I liked. It reminds me of like um, Halloween 3. Yeah. Are you familiar? Silver Shamrock. Yes. Yeah, that's eight oh. more days to Halloween. Yes. <laughs> no Michael Myers in Very it weird. All. It shouldn't even have been a Halloween they movie, just, really. But no, yeah. it shouldn't have at all. And it just starts flashing the crazy, and that's what makes everybody wearing yeah. the mask go nuts and kill people, maybe. Probably. Yeah, and I suppose with this Pokemon episode being that, I I don't think that we ever. Me and Adam are just old enough. We're like, po- I've never played a Pokemon game. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm a gamer. Like I, I would have. It would have been like right in my wheelhouse if I was yeah. four years younger or whatever. Um, Wait, but- you hate collecting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a good one. That was a great one. Um, <laughs> uh, but like, uh, damn it, Adam. I don't know where I was going with this now. Oh, the Pokemon thing. Uh, I don't think that it aired. Like we didn't have new episodes dropping at this time here of Pokemon. I think that when they, when they came, it would be uh, just like I don't know. I guess I don't know. I can't remember. People. I just thought it was a, like a Game Boy game. Or Even something on like, uh, that. like you know any other show we watched, Ducktales or whatever. I couldn't tell you when a when an episode premiered or something like that. Right. You know? Yeah. So to have that many people like sit down for appointment television to watch this anime and. If it, what I'm getting at is, if it rolled out like it would roll out here, they would have they wouldn't have had that. Just it would have happened to that many people, but it would have been over however many days or whatever. Like yeah. it, was, it was that many people watching at that moment that made it so fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Four million. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, I like how they're like most of them uh, got snapped out of it in the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be scary as a parent, though. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, turn on the kid's favorite oh. show. <laughs> and then you leave the room and come back. Come back. And what the? F- <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, mine is, um, this is called the Cursed Town of St. Nazians, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Ever heard of it? How do you spell the second? Oh, part? just like you think. Buddy. Jesus. <laughs> is it N A Z I A N Z? Getting a real at pupil vibe right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I live next to a Nazi. Sorry. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, no. I fucking bury the lead. <laughs> no, he didn't. All right. So I had never heard of this either. And it's very strange because when we first were doing Creep Show, A, we didn't realize that it was going to be uh, something we would do every year. And I think a lot of our stuff focused on local yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like I remember s- specifically looking up like weird shit in Wisconsin mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We drove out to the one yeah. bridge or whatever yeah. and did a did a recording out there. Um, so the town of St. Nazians, Nazians, I don't know, is believed to be one of the most haunted places in Wisconsin. It was founded by a rogue priest who upon his death believed to have cursed the town that he built. Mm. Uh, throughout the years, natural disasters and numerous accounts of bizarre, unexplained phenomena have helped keep the legend alive. A legend that begins with Father Ambrose Oshwald. Mm. Scary. 
damn right it is. Uh, so, Still Father Ambrose Oshwald was f- fleeing religious prosecution when he came to Wisconsin in 1854. The Roman Catholic Church had suspended him from his duties in the parish of a small town in the Black Forest of Germany due to, quote, mystical, prophetic, and heretic works. Whoa. This motherfucker got kicked Dark out of Germany. Magic. Yeah. Normally, they'll just move you to the Vatican. Normally, you'll be promoted Yeah, if you're doing dark magic in Germany. (laughs) Come on. I thought, like, some altar boy stuff was going on. They're like, what what was his name? How old? We'll we'll bring you over here. This is more like cult shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're saying, you're working not with us. Cast you to Wisconsin. (laughs) So he says, uh, when Oshwalt left, the congregation uprooted and followed him to the United States. They made their way to Wisconsin, where a 1920s newspaper article reported that a, quote, divine white heifer, so an albino pig or cow, um, led the group to the sacred land that would become St. Nazians. They called themselves the Association and formed a society based on sharing everything as common property, working without pay to support the community as a whole, basically communism i guess um and it worked for them they thrived for many years until father oshwalt fell ill in 1873 and that's when things took a turn for the strange a man named anton still stayed with oshwalt while he was sick comforting the dying man from his bedside during that time he observed oshwalt gesturing to invisible guests A number of times, Still wrote, I have observed that he, with closed eyes, when there was no one else in the room but I alone, would extend his hands in blessing, and then with his hands signal someone away, and yet I saw no one in the room. Which, if you're dying, weird shit can just be going Mm -hmm. on with your brain or whatever, but whatever. Throughout the night of February 26th, as Oshwald lay dying, there were reports of mysterious pounding on the walls of his room as well as residents throughout the entire town. Mm. The sounds stopped suddenly when Oshwald died the following morning. A few days later, a judge from Manitowoc County came to view Oshwald's body the day before the funeral. He was taken aback by the liveliness of the corpse, warning not to bury it because Oshwald was not dead. So this used to happen back in the day where they would think people died, Remember they used to put like bells in caskets yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah. because mm-hmm. there was no uh, nobody to like legally pronounce you dead and some people were buried alive. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Oshwald's tomb had not been completed yet, so his coffin was placed on view in a crypt beneath the high altar of the old St. Ambrose Church. Um, I suppose, you know, if this if this guy is like this basically deity that right. you're, you're, he brought him all there and, yeah. he's, and he's sick suddenly you want to put him in a nice tomb but if he falls sick suddenly you don't have time to build it so he's kind of like mm-hmm. in limbo yeah um the coffin was reopened on april 29th remember he died on february 26th okay for examination before it was to be placed in the completed chamber a priest by the name of father mutz along with a group called the Ashwald sisters noted that his body had not decayed and there was no order or corruption. Oshwald's eyes had sunken in, but his skin had lifelike complexion. His hair and fingernails were still growing. The next day, 63 days after his death, Oshwald was finally sealed in his coffin and moved into the completed burial vault. 
The coffin was opened again on October 4th, 1926. So now we're talking 50 some years later. Uh, when it was being moved to a new stone mausoleum below Laredo Hill. Local health official Dr. L.W. Gregory, as well as other members of the clergy, observed through a glass cover that Oswald's corpse was still in remarkably good shape after 53 years. His skin had become shriveled and sallow, but his body and vestments were very much still intact. The iron on his coffin had rusted and fallen away long ago. Hmm. The Salvatorian priests and brothers arrived in, in St. Natsians in 1896 to continue what Oswald had started. Oswald remains in the mausoleum at the base of the hill overlooking a cemetery full of priests. Um, legends of a Catholic mystic cult whose secret practices drove them from their home in Germany to found St. Natsians still persists today. The Old Salvation Seminary, now known as JFK Preparatory School, is a huge abandoned building rumored to be haunted by the tortured souls of kids who suffered at the hands of abusive nuns. Mm. Um, and this came from a Cult of Weird website. I don't know if you checked that one out, but there's a lot of good no. stuff on that, too. Um, and anytime they do a story, there's a shitload of comments below it and stuff. So there was a lot of comments of people that were like, oh, I live in this town. Fucked up shit happens all the time. Um, several other people are like, I'm, I'm doing a documentary on this town. Can someone please email me? And oh, wow. there's a lot of stuff like, and of course there's other people that are like, I've lived in this town my whole life. Nothing weird's ever happened. You know, yada, yada, yada. But so there's some other tidbits that kind of came through, um, on the comment section. Um, apparently JFK prep has been somewhat renovated and is now owned by a group called the United Ministries with people that live in the old dorms. And the gym has been converted into a thrift store to help fund the rest of the renovations. Uh, set, there were several posts from people um, on this cult of weird site that said that uh, they would they go they've gone into this thrift store and that the employees act very strange, like almost like they're like, like they're the fraud. whole the whole thing is a cover up for something weird. It's like an IKEA or a, what was the other one? Did the mattress store? Yes, yes. <laughs> The mat, they never actually sell a mattress or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mattress firm. Mattress firm. Um, so, yeah, they think that, uh, that other weird shit's going on. And people have said that they've stopped at that thrift store and then come back, like, two years later to that thrift store. And, like, the same shit is just sitting yeah. there. Like, it's just clearly... And, the, and like... The cover. The, the cover, yeah. Um, as far as the cursed town goes, because that was in the headlines and they didn't really say much about that. Um, it said that father Oshwell prophesized a tornado that ravaged the town in 2000, did a shitload of damage. Um, and when people visit the area, they feel, feel a general discomfort with some getting strong headaches, just like pulling up in there. Hmm. Damn. Interesting. But that's like, like 20 miles outside of Oshkosh. That's cool. That's oh, crazy. really? Yeah. Ooh, it's just you. like a ghost town other than this. But there was there was also people on that comment thing that like, they're like, yeah, we act weird because people keep breaking in and um, setting off the fire alarm and this and that. Like, so people that actually live in that place were also responding to the story, apparently. I, I like know. that. Where they're like... Nah, a bunch of motherfuckers are just coming through here fucking with us. They're going to see the weird town. Like, it's still our town. There like, was photos. Um, check it out. Like I said, it's Cult of Weird. And if you just like Google Cursed Town of St. Nazians, Wisconsin, you'll see. But they had pictures of the of the corpse 
and they have pictures of like where his mausoleum is with the with the graves of only priests are able to be buried there. So there's not that many, but it's all like these perfect white stones and really, yeah, it looks unsettling. I've also heard the thing of like they open up the casket down the road and and the body's still there. Um, there was one with like the Buddy Holly. I want to say Big Popper. Oh yeah, or one of one of those guys in the in the Holly crash. There's a thing with that too, or is they moved it, or they went, they had new evidence, something, and they're like, "Wow, this thing looks pristine." Yeah, hmm. so I don't. That's weird. And I mean, nowadays when they have the, you know, you have the like the embalming sure. techniques this and is, stuff like this, but this, this is in the 1800s, 1800s. right? Uh, uh, shit, the yeah, the Holly thing was the fifties, right? Yeah, sixties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. That's weird, creepy. right? And they all came from Germany. Like, follow that guy. Yeah, yes. that's weird. That's weird. That's a long way in the 1800s. And how have we never heard of that? Yeah, no kidding. That's what oh. freaks me out. Yeah, that's huh. weird me out, too. Ah. All right, mine's uh, called Through the Park. All right. Ready? A little bit? Oh, yeah, yeah. A little bit? I got you. Right. Okay. <laughs> the bed met. Does make it, don't get me wrong. So it's gotta start, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One of the most frightening nights of my life happened when I was a teenager. I was spending the day over at a friend's house on the weekend. We got pretty caught up in what we were doing, as we always did. And I was there for pretty much the whole day and a really long portion of the night. It's pretty late when I finally decided to go home. My friend had parents that stayed up pretty late too, but this time they had already gone to bed. My buddy offered to wake his dad to give me a ride home, but I didn't want him to do that. It was dark and late, and it was going to be a long walk. I had no problem doing it myself. He lived on the side of town in a really built-up subdivision. I was in an older neighborhood in which all the houses did not look alike. But although it was a small town, it was quite a walk for me to make. Walking outside, I noticed it was very windy outside. It was early in the fall. School had recently just started. And looking up at the sky, I noticed that the sky was not overcast, but the clouds were moving very fast. They would cover up the moon pretty quickly and then move off of it. I wasn't the type of guy who got scared by walking anywhere in the dark. I did that sort of thing all the time, really. And I had, in fact, walked home from my same buddy's house to my house many times late at night. But for some reason this night, I began to feel very uncomfortable for some reason. It was like one of those old cartoons where the character breaks the fourth wall and asks, you ever got the feeling you're being watched? And yeah, that was exactly what I thought at the time, a Bugs Bunny cartoon. And I was getting the feeling that I was being watched. It was a completely new feeling for me, and it sort of just built on itself, if that makes sense. Fear and any apprehension always seems to just make fear and apprehension worse, little by little. It didn't happen right away. The subdivision that my buddy's family lived in is the newest thing in the area. It's not a lot of trees, there's a ton of open space, and plenty of lighting. But immediately after exiting the subdivision, getting to the road, all of that changed. There was much less light, more plants, and plenty of other things that could obstruct your vision. I have since lived in some bigger cities where I've been outside late at night and had other people walking around. This town was nothing like that, however, and was just the opposite. The very fact that I was a teenager and out that late would often have a cop stop me and ask me if anything was wrong. I doubt that they ever thought something was wrong. They were just bored and wanted to see what I was up to. 
<laughs> but I never felt so at unease before I did this night. And I couldn't explain why at all. I started wondering if there's something out there that maybe my subconscious mind was picking up and I wasn't aware of. This made me a lot more nervous too. To get to my house, I had to either go down the middle street in town or I could go through the park. Although the town street would be less intimidating, I decided to go through the park. Yeah, it was a bravado thing completely. I told myself it's a good idea to face my fears. Blah, blah, blah. The park in town was actually rather huge. It was surrounded by an asphalt trail, much like you'd see in a cemetery or such. There are trees lined along the outside of that trail. There's a field for playing different sports as well, but late at night, none of the major lights were on. There are some lampposts in the park, but they weren't, they weren't, there really weren't many of them. And then on the really far end of the park, there was a playground for children. There's an eerie feeling walking through there, and I immediately wish that I had just gone through town instead. But I decided to just try and get through it. I really wish I could explain it better than what I'm doing. I just don't have the ability to really be that descriptive. But it was very uncomfortable. As I walked down the path, I kept looking over at the playground. There was something there that looked like it was moving. There were more lights over there than by me. I suppose it's a safety concern for the children or something. But there was something moving a little. I kept trying to look at it as I was moving along while also walking up against the trees, too, in order not to be seen. As I got closer, I was finally able to see what was moving. And I was surprised to see it was the merry-go-round. <laughs> <laughs> I kept trying to look as I moved along. Oh, wait, sorry. I kept watching, and it came, and it came into a bit more focus as I got closer and closer. There were apparently two people by the merry-go-round. It looked like one person was lying on the merry-go-round, and the other person was slowly spinning the go-round. Well, around, I guess. It was a weird thing to see at 2 o'clock in the morning, and I didn't think too much about it. All I really figured was there was a couple teenagers older than me, probably boyfriend and girlfriend, being out late. I tried to keep quiet and not let them know that I had stumbled upon their activity. But to tell you the truth, with how nervous I was... Since leaving my friend's house, it made me feel a bit better to see other people. In fact, most of the fear washed away, and I was able to make it home the rest of the way without worrying too much. It wasn't until the following afternoon the fear came back to me. We lived in a really small town, and there was hardly any crime in that town. But my best friend called me up and asked if I heard the news. What he said, well, it made me more scared than anything I saw the previous night. A dead teenager was found in the park. She was found strangled to death. Uh. Discovered by a few kids arriving early to play on the merry ground upon which she was laying. I had to get in touch with the police and had an interview with them, although no one could say for sure. The thought was the person that I watched spinning the merry go round had killed the teenager. I had to give a description as well as I could, which I did. It's very scary being the only witness to something like that, and it made my future walks at night always the more terrifying. Bam! Scary, right? Yes. When he said there's something uh, moving in my head, I just picture the fucking merry-go-round, like in the fog, right? Like just going. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought, and then it was it, and that's why I made that sound. Yeah, it's easy to kind of to picture. Yeah, you can like that guy painted a really good picture of that of that wall. Yeah, it was a good little story I thought he wrote too about just. Where'd you find that at? Good old Reddit. 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 Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't venture into the Reddit. I usually don't either. It's good for haunted shit. Creepypasta, too. There's yeah, a lot of video out. game, like, creepypasta. There really? Is, yeah. Oh, my. I think I told you about the Zelda one before. Like, I forgot the name of it. But there's, like, four or five where it freaks me. Like, I was like, that. that's a scary fucking video game story. Hmm. Like, something like Ben's dip, Ben or Gary, something Ben's dead or something, or Zed's dead, or... That's Pulp Fiction. <laughs> but, like, they pick up, like, an N64 game at a rummage sale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, their fucking life goes to fucking wow. hell. That's crazy. I'll find that one. It's long, though. It's like a book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you gotta weed it out. Well, good stuff. I think that was good stuff. How you doing? I think we're golden. We gotta, we're, like, right at an hour. Right where we need to be. Awesome. Uh, have you... I've, I'm kind of like researching these as I go. I haven't, I know like last year, I think I got them all like ready to go right off the bat. And then this year, like I said, I I initially started looking at one thing and then stumbled upon this other thing. And then I'm like, fuck, I'm talking about this. Cause yeah, it's so close to home. It's one of those things. And I was like, there was a point where I was like, have we talked about this? And then, I know. But nothing rang a bell. But then I was like, how have none of us talked about this? Yeah. It's so strange. All right. I get it. Well, part three next week, everybody. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Trying to, uh, here we go. Get my uh, sound bank where it needs to be for this outro. Sarah, you got a shower thought? I got a creep thought. Ooh, creep thought. Most of the time, it was probably real bad being stuck down in a dungeon. But some days, when there was a bad storm outside, you'd look out your little window and think, boy, I'm glad I'm not out in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell that to Stu Hart. <laughs> <laughs>